0: Boom. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Ahuka. Welcome to another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio and our ongoing series on LibreOffice Writer. And I want to pick up from where we left off uh, last time when we took apart a bullet list and saw the various things that make it tick. Uh, Now, you know, understanding how to handle lists, both in terms of the structure and the appearance, can be a little bit tricky. And that's why we're, we're taking the time to deconstruct these things, because when you understand what all of the uh, pieces are, it really helps. Uh, and as I said before, I I had this uh, I- encounter with a gentleman at Ohio Linux Fest, and it had exactly to do with these list styles. And it was, you know, why can't I get things to line up the way I want? And and I was able to say, well, because you're not taking a look at the styles. As I've said over and over again, you know, if you're just clicking buttons, you know, you're looking at the top of the screen and you see some buttons up there and you, well, I'll just click this button and get what I want. In the long run, you're just going to make your life a whole lot more miserable. You really need to do this with styles. So this time what we want to do is we want to take a look at a numbered list style and take apart the components of that and see how how that works. Now, a little note up front, uh, we're going to be talking about how you can change the settings. Uh, If you are working with one of the built-in styles, you might want to make a copy of it first and experiment with your copy instead of experimenting with the original. Eh, It's up to you. You're all adults out there. But if you go to the very last icon on row two of the styles and formatting window, that's the one that says create a new style based on the selection. So click on one of these styles, then go to that icon and create a new one. Create several, you know, start playing around, see what the difference is. Uh, And that way your original is preserved. Uh, In fact, a really good technique is to... Make a copy of it and make a modification and put that into the name of the style itself. So, you know, this will be one with a different numbering scheme. This will be one where I've shifted the alignment, Um, stuff like that. And then you can go through and you can see how each of these things affects what's going on. Uh, You know, if you take a little time to learn this, it's going to make your life a lot easier. So, we're going to take uh, take a, a numbered list. So uh, why is that different from a bullet list? Well, many of the options really are the same. Um, but there are some different ones because numbered lists have something bullet lists don't have. Bullet lists are just collections of items. There's no particular order. So... Uh, imagine a shopping list uh you got to pick up milk eggs and bread at the store you know it doesn't matter whether milk is number one number two or number three on your list it's just here's all the stuff i'm going to get when i go to the store and so there's no order there in a numbered list order is important and that's a good way to decide which kind of list you need to use. If the order doesn't matter, then what you want is a bullet list. If the order is important, and a good example of that is a set of directions. So we all know driving directions, for instance. Imagine that you, you, someone gives you directions says you go three miles east on this road, then you turn right, go another two miles, then turn left, go another mile, and stop. You'll only get where you're going if you follow these steps in this exact order. If you mix them up, I don't know where you're going to end up, but it's not going to be the destination you were looking for. (laughs) So uh, let's take, in this case, uh, numbering 1 as an example. All right, and so if if you want to just look at what's in numbering 1, we can go ahead and do that. You just right-click, choose Modify. Because that's how you get the style configuration window. Uh, As I said before, if you want to experiment, then first create a uh, a copy uh, based on this and do your experimenting with the copy. So anyway, if you get the style configuration window open, uh, you're going to have a lot of the same tabs that you had before. Organizer, Bullets, Numbering Style, Outline, Graphics, Position, Options. Very, very similar. Uh, now, the Organizer tab, uh, if you're working with a built-in style, that's all going to be grayed out because the built-in styles, there's nothing you can do in the Organizer tab. okay uh, There's no configurable options, in other words, for built-in styles. If you create your own style, you're going to have some options there. Uh, the Bullets tab, not really going to do anything for you if you're on a numbered list. And pretty much the same for the Graphics tab, because the Graphics tab was just putting in fancy graphics to use for your bullets. So we, take, we eliminate those from the uh, discussion, and what are we left with? Well, the first place that we're going to be looking is Numbering Style. Now, this is a selection of... Styles that you can apply to your numbered list. Uh, You've got lots. You've got Arabic numerals, Roman numerals, periods and parentheses, upper and lower case letters, in all sorts of combinations. So, the very first one is Arabic numerals, where the number is followed by a right parenthesis. Second one is the same Arabic numerals, where the numbers are followed by a period. The third one, the same Arabic numerals, but now you've got left and right parentheses around each of the numbers. Fourth one, we're now into Roman numerals followed by a period. Then on the second row, we've got capital letters, A, B, and C, each followed by a right parenthesis. Um, next we've got lowercase letters, A, B, C, all followed by a right parentheses. And the next one after that is lowercase, uh, letters, uh, with parentheses around the letters. And then the last one is, uh, lowercase Roman numerals followed by periods. So you see, you got a lot of stuff here. Now, these are just the ones that are, are built in. You can, you can make style changes, uh, which we can take a look at uh, a little bit later on. But, um, so here's a selection of styles, and these are the, the most common ones that you could apply to your numbered list. Uh, so if, if we were taking a look at numbering one, Uh, From the list of built-in styles, that's equivalent to the second selection up top, which is the Arabic numerals followed by a period. Uh, So if you were uh, experimenting and wanted to go back to where you were, if you just clicked on that, you would do it. And when you click on one of these styles, you will see that it has uh, a thick black border that appears around that square. And that's how you know that it's the one that's selected. And then you can just click Apply, and it will be applied to the style and applied to the element you're working on. Uh, So that's numbering style. The next tab is Outline. Now, outlining is a topic in itself. So I'm not really going to get into it in this. We're actually going to have a whole separate lesson on outlining. All right. Now, the next tab that I want to look at then is Position. Now, this works in much the same way as with bullet lists, but let's go over it again. Uh, this was where the, the fellow at, at Ohio Linux Fest was getting confused. Uh, so, what's happening here? By design, all lists are meant to be used as a hierarchy when needed, which means that they function somewhat like an outline in that you have main list items in level one sublists in level two and so on now LibreOffice Writer gives you up to ten levels you can control but for now let's just look at level one and then we'll see what happens with the others if you click on the one in the level field you will see the built-in settings for the level one of this style the first setting is Numbering Followed By, and it is set to Tab Stop. And that means there is a tab setting for where the actual text will start on each list item. The other options are Space and Nothing. If you select Space, you get a single blank space between the numbering and the text. So let's think about what this means. We, we know we're in Numbering 1. And numbering one has the number itself, the Arabic numeral, followed by a period, followed by what? Well, if it was a tab stop, it would be the number, the numeral, let us say, followed by a period, and then it would jump to wherever the tab stop setting was. If it's a space, you would have the numeral, a period, a blank space, and then the text would begin. Um... Now, the other option you have is nothing. And then you just have the numeral, a period, and the text immediately. Not sure when I would want to use that. I think tab really is the best. Uh, And clearly so do the LibreOffice developers, since that's the one they chose as the default. This makes sense when you start thinking, what happens if you have a long list that goes to double digits? Uh, If you used either space or nothing, when you get to the number 10, all of your text would be shifted over because of the added numeral. And if you had a proportional font, you would see things shifted over by slightly varying amounts. With tab, everything lines up just right. Uh, This matters even more if you use Roman numerals, because the Roman numerals take up, you know, one is I, two is II, Three is III, and then four is IV, and you know none of these have the same amount of space in them. So if if you use Roman numerals, you you know that tab setting is really important, um, and you might need to add a little extra space into the tab. Okay, uh, so the default for the tab stop is on my machine. Two-tenths of an inch, 0.20 inches. Now, I'm in the United States. Um, We're a backward country that has not yet uh, adopted the metric system. Um, So I have everything set in inches. Uh, Two-tenths of an inch is a little less than a centimeter, because I think a centimeter is roughly a third of an inch. Um, And I'm just doing rough uh, comparisons here. Uh, or in other words, it's, it's roughly three centimeters to the inch. So anyway, this minus set at two tenths of an inch, but two tenths of an inch, what? Um, it's calculated from the left margin. Now, in a way, that's good because it gives you a standard that doesn't change, um, you know, imagine you had a tab that went from wherever you finished the number. Uh, it doesn't get you very far. So by doing it from the left margin, that means everything lines up exactly. But two tenths of an inch from the left margin may mean that the text starts very close to the numbers, particularly if your numbers start to get larger. That's where my my friend at Ohio Linux Fest got into trouble because he didn't understand that. And so if, if you if you were using the style You would simply go into the style and say, uh, you know, make it three-tenths of an inch. Make it, um, you know, one and a half centimeters or whatever is going to work for you to create that amount of space, but measured from the left margin. And if you do that right, you're going to have everything just line up perfectly. Um, Now, the next thing is numbering alignment. And numbering alignment is also relative to the left margin. And it works with the aligned at that is just under it. So my default says numbering alignment left aligned at 0. 0.00 inches. So what does that mean? Um, so... If you click on each level uh, in succession, you can clearly see what it works. Aligned at is the offset to the margin. At 0.00 inches, it's not offset at all. But if you start clicking on each of these levels in succession, you see that well, level 2 is aligned at 0.2 inches, which means it will start at 2 tenths of an inch from the left margin level three is aligned at 0.39 inches level four at 0.59 inches and so on so in other words each level is indented by around a fifth of an inch compared to the level above it now if your list did not have a lot of levels you could increase these offsets if you wanted to and that would put a little more white space into what you're doing um Again, if you are in a civilized country, uh, this will be in centimeters instead of inches. Um, So, uh, alignment. Alignment determines where the left margin is relative to the numbering. And as we saw with bullets, this can be counterintuitive a little bit. Uh, because we're we're used to uh, left and right align in other places, and it means something different. If it is left aligned, that means the left margin is on the left of the numbering. All right, so if you've got a number one, and you say just to the left of that number one will be the left margin of the page. So that's a left aligned. Now, if you had selected center, what that would mean is that the left margin would run right through the center of your number. Somewhat different kind of thing. And if you had chosen right, and this is the, the really counterintuitive part, because if you choose right alignment, it shifts everything over to the left, and this confuses people. But what that really means is, if you take a look at your number, the left margin will be just to the right of the number. Right? that. that Take a look at some of those. You'll start to get the idea, okay? So with right aligned, the left margin comes after your number unless there is an offset. But in other words, the offset is from wherever the alignment has set it. Now, the last of the position settings is for indent. Where do you indent? And what this refers to is what happens if your list item is more than one line long. So, you know, imagine that you're, you're typing along blah, 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 and, you know, it jumps to the next line because you've run out of space on line one. Where does line two start? I've always thought you want line two to start exactly the same place the text of line one started. And you will get that every time If your indent and your tab stop are the same, because, again, this is measured from the left margin. So if your tab stop was two-tenths of an inch, make your indent two-tenths of an inch. Then everything lines up absolutely perfectly. Uh, So whatever, you know, maybe there's some situation where you don't want that to happen. I I have trouble imagining a, a, a situation where, that really looks terribly good if the if the first line and the subsequent lines don't match up. I mean, there can be situations, there are things like hanging paragraphs and things like that where people do interesting things. But uh, my feeling is with, with most list items, you really want those to line up. So, that is the deconstruction of a numbered list. And I... Think we've accomplished a few good things here today. Uh, I just got some very exciting news. There is a fellow named Bruce Byfield and I don't know if I've specifically mentioned him here before. I, I may well have because he's, he's one of the gurus in this area and uh, someone I follow very closely and he uh, just signed a contract to do a book on LibreOffice. And it's not just any old book. It's called LibreOffice Styles and Templates. Now uh, you can tell from a title like that that this is going to be great. Uh, you know, Bruce is basically going to be writing this book from exactly the same standpoint that I've been doing this series, which is that you use styles and templates to control what you're doing, and that's how you really get all the power out of this. Now, I don't know how long it's going to take him to write the book, so maybe we're six or eight months away from anything appearing, but uh, it's something to keep an eye on, and when I have more news, uh, you know I will definitely pass it along to the community here at Hacker Public Radio, because... Uh, I know from people who have talked to me that there are a lot of people who really enjoy this uh, LibreOffice series and and want to get more of this good information. So uh, that's just something to look forward to. Uh, Bruce is a it, Bruce is one of the gurus I learn from. Uh, so uh, I, I think it's going to be a great book. So with that, I'm going to sign off. And uh, as always, I'm going to say please, please, please support free software. Thank you Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Information Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike does own license.